Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac Wayne heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Recorded live. Only two nope. hands. <laughs> no worries. I had the call that I had to take. Uh, now, where were we? <laughs> I get. Uh, where were we? You're talking about gene pools in Syria coming into Canada. I think that's where we left off. I think. Common denominator. Common. That's what it was. Yep. Yep. Common denominator coming into Canada has something to do with removing the uh, uh, guards that Changing are the guard. presently there on both sides of the border and the Lou at the Sioux, which would, in fact, do the removal if, <laughs> if it did happen. Yeah. The guards at the border would be the first to go. So does that mean it'll? Is that a benefit to us trying to get through there if the, the changes, or they're just it's going to be worse? I mean, obviously, I don't know if it can get much worse, but <laughs> well, it's their boss who's been using them and has appointed them to be border guards. In the same way, if you trace border guards back to Egypt time in the uh, 1500 B.C. period, um, border guards have always been refugees placed on the border, paid to watch. Uh, Nobody else wanted to be doing that. Um, So... Border guards around the world are descendants of refugees at one time or another. Now, what they need to do in North America is to turn the uh, U.S. uh, into um, a lake or an ocean or a sea uh, from uh, approximately the the existing border down uh, to the eighth degree parallel north, uh, which would in fact be uh, Central America, slightly north of the the uh, canal. Right, eight degrees. I think is the line they want to put in. Around near Costa Rica. From what I can imagine, that would then remove the need for a land-based border, except for two places where they check in or out. Ogdensburg uh, seems to be the area that would become an island. Uh, on uh, what is now the other side of the St. Lawrence Seaway, but it would become an island, and and water would be the only way for people to get there for permission to enter or leave. But that will come much later. There will be a period of time uh, where there will be no border. And 
those that are in the know will make their way across to be uh, on this this side of of what is now the border the uh, the water will extend north to the 53rd degree uh, with the exception of the Canadian Shield. So the Canadian Shield will go down to Ogdensburg and the land mass here will continue to be here. Although it may have risen right. uh, somewhat from where it is today. I I would suggest that somewhere between 30 and 50 feet is what they expect because what they they are going to be trying to do is put so much water in Lake Ontario that uh, it will be forced to go on land at a place called Watertown, or Os We Go, um, and and flow on land behind Ogdensburg or south of Ogdensburg, moving across New York State to Vermont, and then down. So kind of you if is there have you seen any new constructions going being built around near you that maybe looks like it can withstand some kind of yeah. destruction? Yeah. And uh one of the uh, buildings National Defense had um, rented leased bride politicians, Rock LaSalle and others, was a place called Place Louis Saint Laurent. And that's, you know, Ace or Ice. Louis, there is no else, or it's We, yes. Saint Lawrence, yes. Um, they had a fire in that building on the top floor about two years ago, which destroyed much of the roof. For some reason, they didn't fix it. It's still not fixed. A couple of years later, and nobody is working at it. Its position along the Ottawa River and Gatineau River uh, suggests that they believe it'll be underwater. For those people who work there, many of them were transferred out, a few that are left. What they did was on the penultimate floor, one just below the top floor, They've put in thousands of support beams, steel beams that hold the floor above it from falling down because there's no roof above it. So something has to be going on for them not to want to repair the building. And flooding is uh, a good example of that. The second thing is that Ottawa has merged into its municipality all of the rural area that surrounded it in order to expand construction of the city out further than the existing boundaries allowed. And they've gone all the way from the 
Ottawa River to the curve of the Rideau River that goes down to Kingston on Lake Ontario, which to me suggests that water out of Lake Ontario will also come up the Rideau River as well as the Ottawa River from the Great Lakes or St. Lawrence River near Montreal. A lot of um, sewage uh, around Kempville and, and even Oxford Mills has had pipes replaced. Um, last week uh, on the Ottawa River, they dumped a, a whole um, mess of unfiltered water because they have to repair the sewage and water filtration plant along the Ottawa River. They've done <clears throat> the same thing in Montreal, dumped, uh, forget what was, something like 100 million gallons of sewage into the St. Lawrence River to clear out the sewage lines that they have to fix at Montreal. My view is that would be a waste of time because I think all of Montreal, which is below Mount Royal in the center of Montreal Island, will be underwater. They haven't been told the whole story. That would allow the province of Quebec to be rid of Anglophones who have always prevented separation, sovereignty of Quebec into a new country by itself. Because most of the Anglophones in the province of Quebec are centered on Montreal and and they have, I don't know, 4 million people or so. They outnumber the uh, the other Quebecers in the province. And if many of them support bilingualism as opposed to unilingualism, that prevents a French country from being created out of Quebec. But if there was a flood coming off the St. Lawrence, uh, the west end of the island is the one that would be first hit, and that's where all the Anglophones live. There are a number of little places, changes, things they're doing around here, things they've tried to do to me and what they've done to Jennifer that have some implication in the possibility that the Lou at the Sioux is uh, either already underway or to be uh, underway soon. My view is that the Lou at the Sioux requires a period of slow breakup of the ground leading to uh, Michigan Peninsula, the northern peninsula of Michigan, and then a cataclysmic event being orchestrated by causing a, um, a breakup of the peninsula from water pushing an inland tsunami pushing from Lake Superior behind it. And I think that the original plan was when, for the date that we had sat out and waited, or was that September 11th yeah. or something? 2010, yep. was it? I know. What? November 11th? November 11th or, or September, some some date. We 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 yeah, we we went there. I think November and 
and September is yeah, September too. And what yep. they did was stop doing what they were doing because the word was out in a way that would lead back to the people who were involved and not make it appear as if it was a a natural event that occurred. But that they they have restarted that probably as much as uh, so 2013 or so. Yeah. So what do you? So what do you think now could happen any time? So what do you think now, as far as like with the plan, you know, having Hillary on as part of one, with um, her being what their goal is at, at one point, as far as pseudo hermaphrodite and having that in power, woman in power, and even going back in time with the Cubs winning the World Series and all these kind of things happening. And then you have Trump. Do you think that, what kind of message do you think they're trying to send now about? It's a diversion. Yeah. Remember always that number two is number one. And the guy they got for Vice President Pence is more likely the guy in charge. And the Hillary Donald Trump uh, theater that has gone on now for a couple of years uh, will have uh, an international element to it to keep people busy. But in the meantime, Pence will be going about doing the job that their bosses determine are required. So just because they're making a lot of noise in one place doesn't mean you should pull all your attention away from the VP. Right. Don't, I guess don't forget he's the president in charge of vice. <laughs> vice president. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And ice is Antarctica. And ice is like spice. It's a preservative. Right. So there are two aspects to what they plan to do. One is to destroy millions of people who are of the wrong gene pool, and the other one is to preserve the gang that is of the right gene pool and have them positioned in the right place for the future space program. Yeah. I guess I was just trying to see like which, since it is theater, which act they were following if it's going to be with her or with him, and what? Because we, I think we talked mostly about what happens when she became in power, as far as her name breakdown and everything, but not much about. This may be important, or it may be uh, something I misunderstood. But last night, I was listening to the feed. <coughs> of the election from the U.S. coming through the cell rather than through an instrument. And I could hear some people talking on the side who basically would not have been aware that I was listening in. People relating related to the cell some of the 26th, and a date was being uh, mentioned and repeated um, along with the word word, uh, stork, KG, 
the date that was being mentioned, uh, by the way, uh, Stork KG is the company that makes Werther's Originals. The I don't know if you know the candy. caramel candies wrapped yeah. in gold wrappers. Yep, yep. They come from uh, Germany. Um, yep. So gold nuggets would be the the thing they were talking about. And the date mentioned for the movement seemed to be uh, the 31st of May, 2017. So if they're moving money, by a certain date, it probably means something's going to happen that if you don't do it before then, you might not be able to do it after then. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, because there is um, uh, no uh, earthly natural reason for the Lou at the Sioux and someone has to push a button to make it occur, the cataclysmic part. Now that they've set up everything on both sides with water prepared to run in and water having no place to run out type of thing since everything is waterlogged all over the place. And uh, it always comes back down to if anybody tells you the exact date it's going to happen, they're lying because (laughs) the people who are making it happen can change the date at will. But I'm, I'm only telling you what appears to be a possibility. Thank the you possibility, for that. of course, is in a context. 2017 is 40 years before the arrival of Halley's Comet. So, two generations of 20 years each, two gene pools moving into place. Haley's Comet comes every 75 years, and uh, its return is towards the end of 2057 and the beginning of uh, 58. Give or take four years, means 2062 on the outside and 2054 on the inside. That's when the cleanup job is supposed to have been completed. 40 years. And next year, Canada is celebrating 150 years since Confederation. One five is a six. The six is the number for the hermaphrodite. So, by the way, the word soul, listen when you hear people talk on radio or TV. If they say the word soul before they uh, put forward an answer to the question they've been asked. Oh, really? It's linked to... C-S-I, as in C-C, or ISIS. O and I are interchangeable, and of course, they make the number 10. In any event, project 
they have set forward is irreversible. And therefore, sometime between now and 2062, the um, people living outside the areas which they've determined will survive should be dead through one way or another, whether it be uh, floods, disease, famine, war, whatever is appropriate to that space. Now, think of the world, the planet as you see it. Take the equator and look at the landmass leading up to 8th degree parallel latitude, north and south, all across the globe. That's supposed to survive as a middle ground. Then you go down to the 53rd parallel or up to the 53rd parallel on either side of the equation, the equator, and you say everything from the 8th to the 53rd disappears underwater with the exception of a landmass equal to the Canadian Shield, and there is an equivalent on the other side of the planet that goes to the Gobi Desert. Their latitude will be somewhere around the 43rd latitude as opposed to the 53rd. Any idea how they want that one to happen? Because I know a lot of people in Europe ask how they think or how you think the uh, the water will get to them. Well, there are um, many things going on in Europe. Um, right now, uh, the sea in Russia, just above the steppes, is practically out of water all has been diverted away from there. So the most likely possibility if one is using water is the breaking of dams. Especially in China. China was a place that was almost wholly underwater uh, until the first emperor, I think his name was Ku or something, why? Anyways, the first emperor's son managed to set up an irrigation plan that worked and moved the water away from most of the agricultural land they now use and put it behind dams. However, should those dams break, and they can be broken by war, but they can also be broken by being shaken from below ground in a vertical earthquake. That's a most likely way of doing things. Uh, 12 million refugees in the Middle East while they bomb the cities of Syria to the ground, especially Aleppo, which probably was the center, central lab that developed the first genetically engineered people for building Israel. War, pestilence, famine, and disease is the answer to your question. <laughs> yeah. And when they talk about the color green, they're talking about the future. <laughs> 
not the grass. How's uh? Oh, go ahead. Wings, wings on uh, people or horses or whatever means time. Right. Wings on a shoe and yeah. Waiting for a certain time. Mm-hmm. How's Jennifer doing? Trying to come home. Yeah. Yeah. How can anybody in a position to make it happen, make it happen if all the bureaucrats that feed them the information are Calling that information before it gets to them. So I don't know. There, see, I said so. Uh, the um, getting the information to people who can make decisions is almost impossible today with the number of bureaucrats that get in the way. That's why. Things can't change until you have a uh, thing like the Lou at the Sioux occur, where there is a catastrophic removal of the barrier between reality and the leaders. Well, we are getting closer to 2020. Yeah. By then, everybody will know. That's what I understand. Everybody will have seen things that will make them, even if they don't want to, will force them into revising what they believe they have as knowledge. The the um, sales uh, position is this place is the vortex. And as the vortex, it requires work be done, and it should have started three years ago, if not before, but it hasn't begun yet. Therefore, Something has to happen soon. Their position is um, what seems like a lot of money really is not. A billion dollars will be uh, accumulated on purpose, not from a single source, but from 100 people from around the world, each putting in $10 million, which to those 100 people, $10 million is like 10 bucks to you and me. Right. That billion dollars would be divided into three parts. And I don't know the exact, number of dollars that goes into each part, but one part of it is for the building of the project and other buildings on the farm here that will serve different purposes. The uh, The project is underground and uh, the equivalent uh, to 230 feet, I think, or somewhere around there, going underground, on a lot which is 200,000, 2,000, I should say, 2,000 square feet. So 
if you draw something that comes out to 2,000 square feet on the land and go underground, the equivalent of 200 and I think it's 23 feet, 223. Bring it to 777 feet left to go down to the Canadian Shield is is the the project itself. Another third, another of the three parts, not necessarily a third, but three parts, will be for the operation and maintenance of that project. For 40 years, wow. and the final part, which is, if I understood them correctly, about 250 million dollars, is for legal fees. They will hire an army of lawyers to go after people that caused the problem. that we now live with, which can never be easily defined to the person who doesn't understand anything about what we're talking about, but it comes down to the common denominator is is sleeper cells, genetically, socially, and magnetically engineered to be in the way of getting the right things in place. Now, this is all post... Mostly. Is this all post-cataclysm? Not necessarily, but I don't know for certain. I'm I'm just curious what... Could be be at the same time, concurrent? Or could be post, or could be right now... Because I'm just curious, like, the financial state of the world after something like that happens. And what? They've been moving money out of almost every country in the world in the form of gold, moving it to India, who secretly have been moving it to Brazil. That's my understanding of what's happening with money these I'm, I'm losing your the value of gold from it used to be thirty five dollars an ounce when I was a kid. Now fourteen hundred dollars or something an ounce. Oh. Your phone cut out. Your phone cut out for about thirty seconds. <laughs> Did it? It's like sounds muffled a little bit right now. Expected. <laughs> yeah, well, Bell Canada is is part of the problem. Uh, Ontario Hydro is part of the problem. And from what I understand from the cell, they the um, the people who work for quote unquote God are going after those people first because they they. Uh, B&H, Bell and Hydro have been front and center in causing problems. One affects communications and the other one affects health by creating uh, magnetic clouds under the buildings that are built through the method of uh, Surges being sent to hydro, and and they then go into the ground through what used to be lightning rods on the roof, which are now rods going into the ground, and charge up and surcharge the underground magnetic system. And 
to go up into skyscrapers, they have to use the Bell telephone wiring system. Although that's being deteriorated to a large extent with the advent of the cell phone. But there are other problems with the cell phone. So you're using a cell phone in a magnetic cloud, it can have an effect on your hearing and your brain. Hearing how does it create like a I'll notice sometimes my ears will just randomly pop, like if I'm at, you know, similar to this, if you were at a higher elevation, you know, I'd just be sitting on my couch and one side of my ear goes out. Yeah. In my case, uh, when I don't have anything, I'm not listening to anything, either uh, telephone or anything like that, uh, there is a humming sound, which I can only describe as remembering from my youth. When I was a kid, the way they used uh, to heat houses and apartment buildings was to have a boiler in the basement, heat the water, it would go up through pipes into radiators. In every room in the building, and under pressure, steam uh, would come out safety valves occasionally if there was a, a, an overload in the pressure within the pipes, and it, it's a kind of a hissing sound. And that's yeah, I'm what familiar I with hear. it. Yeah. I'm familiar with that sound. Yeah. And and I know for a fact, because I've been taking the uh, figures off of the front, that a magnetic cloud can raise the temperature readings on thermometers from whatever it is they happen to be to an area in centigrade which would be about uh, uh, 50 to 55 degrees. So when when you're walking here in front of the garage, it can be uh, 13 degrees centigrade, say, like it was this morning type of thing. On one set of thermometers, but in certain places in the driveway, it's 50 degrees. Wow. So you can imagine what 50 degrees does to the circulation inside a human body. Uh, That's usually described as warmer than what you would find in the desert in Iraq. So there's just little spots on your property that it's underground or you actually feel it as you walk through it? You don't feel it. But what it's doing is moving the glands in your body. It liquefies everything around it, and therefore the glands, rather than be stable in one place, are moving. And what happens is glands bump into each other. And the minute they start congregating or clumping, as as they call it. Um, then one gland 
prevents another land from doing what it normally is able to do. And all of the information gets confused between each gland. And that means that your body, having drunk water which contains iron, is being manipulated at different levels by the magnetic field and the strength of it and the distance you are from the source. So I would suggest that fat bottom ladies come from the drag on their bottom or their the structure of their birthing mechanism in the same way as a magnet pulls on metal it's pulling on their organs down further and it usually happens when they're between 27 and 30 I would suggest yeah. that heart attacks come from that that uh, strokes come from that. That Alzheimer's comes from that. But in in my particular case, and in what I see around me in this area, it seems that the people who have worked here and lived here. Uh, in this area for a long period of time and they're in their 60s and 70s the process affects their feet then their knees then their hips then their heart then their brain Now, I'm uh, trying my best to live within this possibility now it's it's probably less than it was before the month of April when they shut off the hydro, thinking they were doing me a disservice. I started to realize soon after that it was probably the one thing that would extend my life is cutting back on the magnetism that was here. Right. Now, the magnetism per se is not a bad thing. It's magnetism that's been surcharged that creates the cloud that causes the problem. And even when you pull the plug, uh, as they did last April, um, the path that the, the charge was going through will, in fact, continue to have an effect for a period of time, which I suggest is linked to the period of time it's been in place. Like this house was built in 1972. So you put that as a starter. Then the plug is pulled on it from hydro shutting down the power in in uh, 2016 every day that i go outside the cloud lessened from the day before hmm. minutely and eventually yeah. things would return to their norm but everything that was linked 
to the area where the rod went into the ground is where you get the highest readings. Hmm. Uh-huh. So everybody that has hydro around the world is subject to the problem. And the problem is that the hydro company understands what happens and they do it on purpose. If it was accidental, they would have come running when I told them about the problem here, but they stayed away, made sure nobody is sent here to talk to me. So they know that every time they send a surcharge, which is limited by the transformers they have in place. But the surplus that is over and above what could be used by the user is fed into the ground and charges the water that goes by, which in turn transfers the charge to living rocks which usually are quartz surrounded by granite. And those rocks become the central piece of the charging mechanism that will then create a magnetic cloud. Usually the magnetic cloud will come about when the quartz inside the rock expands at a rate faster than the granite on the outside of the rock, which causes the rock to explode into gravel. And the gravel then releases all of its energy and adds to the surcharge underneath the property where it's located. So is it more like the gravel acting as like a kind of a battery and it keeps... Yeah. Yeah, it can keep... You got it. That's insane. And you're right. I remember I used to see all those, you know, lightning, um, uh, lightning poles on top of houses, and now you don't even see that. I think they started taking them down Yeah. You know, before they have all those out. Recently, they've replaced rods with what they call plates. Yeah. It's a rectangular plate of metal, which seems to them to be more effective at, at dispersing than a rod was. A rod was pretty concentrated yeah uh, the plate basically I, covers a much larger area i think they started doing that too and uh because remember back in the day they used to have those the tv antennas everyone had on their homes and now they don't have yeah. that anymore you know yeah. hey <laughs> they attracted uh, lightning rods they, they tell people they're to save your house, and in fact, what they were were a means of attracting the electricity out of the lightning. Yeah. yeah. Now, who knows at the company that this is going on, and it is, in fact, killing people in the same way as if you set up a laboratory to kill mice uh, by testing different means of doing it. Well, they will not allow people who know about electricity to contact somebody who complains. They will only allow a bureaucrat who knows something about collecting bills or the ombudsman who knows nothing about nothing except looking at paperwork. 
and the ombudsman doesn't respond or tell or talk to the staff who knows anything about electricity. Their report is to the board of directors who obviously have been chosen among the people in society um, that they want to give a salary to and a reason to give them money for what they're doing and what they've done is to appoint them to boards of directors. So those directors are the ones who get the information and don't share it with the actual operating officers. It's only shared with the banks and with the uh, CEOs, chief executive officers, rather than the CEO or chief operating officer. They don't know what's awaiting them. They're going to get the worst penalties in eternity. Yeah. <laughs> the police are among the worst bureaucrats around. Police, when they first began to use policemen, they were the fire department. And then they separated out of the fire department a gang of people to take care of crime. It was not to prevent crime. It was to prevent crime by freelancers who were not part of the system whose real job is to protect crime. that's why they have the word spice, ice, in the word police. Mm. Cover it up. (laughs) You could not, by any concept, have the amount of drugs running around any country in the world if the cops weren't in on it. That's true. They are sleeper cells. That's why they call them coppers. Because copper is the best mineral for transmitting electricity. In other words, cause the most damage. When they began... They began as a friend of the people. And now they've graduated in their mindset, become control freaks. The control of the people. Do you know a cop who considers himself equal to ordinary citizens? Nobody in uniform. (laughs) Never met one. They all believe they're superior. One of the reasons they believe they're superior is when they die, because they're all in secret societies, when they die, their DNA is recycled. And the more times you recycle the DNA into a new human being, he becomes better at what he does. Cops become better control freaks. That's why they have no problem going around shooting people because they know they're protected. But their day is fast coming 
when right. there's a change. Anyways, Daddy, I gotta go. Sorry okay, that I had to make you wait, but you know I only have two hands and but fifty animals and thunderstorms. <laughs> yep, yep. No worries, Glenn. Okay. All right. Talk to you Talk soon. Talk to you again. All right. Bye. Bye.